Big Queer Wrestling Podcast is brought to you in partnership with Hope Spot Clothing Company. Hope Spot are a brand that look to celebrate more inclusive world in professional wrestling, with money from each purchase being donated to a variety of different causes. Listeners to the podcast now receive 10% off using the promo code BQWPOD over at hopespotcc.com. Hello and welcome to the Big Queer Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Joshua. Today, I'm joined by allegedly Liam Gallagher's second favourite wrestler, Jack Nudson. How's it going, mate? You alright? Alright. I say allegedly so that he doesn't, by some freakish chance, hear this and sue me. I'm sure Liam Gallagher will listen to this. Well, you're his second favourite wrestler, so... Exactly, so you should be listening to it. You should be. So I'm just allegedly, in case I get sued. Um, Jack Nudson, who are you? I am, um, to some people's chagrin, I'm the indie wrestler, Jack Nixon, um, my new thing I'm trying to roll with. Um, it's just sort of a character evolution from what I was doing before, um, before lockdown. Obviously, you spend all the lockdown having all these ideas. And I've only just now, however many months back, started sort of putting that into fruition and starting to roll with it and try new things out. Nice. Um... I'm going to regret asking this question because I know you're a lot younger than me and age depresses me. Uh, yeah. How long have you been training, wrestling on shows, and how old are you? So, right now, uh, so I'm 19. Oh, I, uh, oh you know I said you could swear. 17. So, yeah, 2017, 2016, um, I started training. So... Yeah, about 14, 15, um, started wrestling. Well, that's just depressing. I don't know if I want you on the podcast anymore. Um, <laughs> so you've been training a while, and you've been on shows a couple of years. Yep. Um, what got you into wrestling? What got you into the training? So, into the training was a bit of a weird one. So, I've, I've always been into wrestling. Obviously, you watch it when you're younger and stuff. My granddad was huge on um, World of Sport and stuff, and he'd show me all these old... T- he'd always tell me that he walked out with Johnny Shane, which he definitely didn't. It's like a story a granddad would tell you. So, yeah, always sort of been into it. Um, but training was a bit of a weird one. I felt... Uh, I was going... Not to real kill the mood or the tone of the podcast. Um, I had like a big life event. Basically, I lost my mum, so right. um, I was just kind of in a bit where I could have gone one way with my life or another way. Yeah. And um, honestly, stuff with like I was getting in with the wrong crowd and wasn't doing great at school and stuff, and everything sort of falling through my hands. And then luckily, for the longest time, like completely co- like computer illiterate just thought if I want to be a wrestler when I'm 18 I'll just magic myself to America and do that and then um, through watching stuff on YouTube realised how big the British scene was getting and what was going on with the British scene and that there was schools so um, started going to Hope in Derby for a little bit um, and then couldn't feasibly get there couldn't travel and stuff um, it was just a bit of a nightmare, especially with everything that was going on. That was like just after. Um, but then I was DJing with my dad, and one of the one of the guys from Hope Derby was at the wedding I was DJing, 
Mike Dixon, I think his name was. Right. I feel really bad if I've got that wrong. Um, he doesn't wrestle anymore, but I saw him there and he was like, oh, my friend Bert was just opened a school in Stoke, which is loads closer to you. Um, so yeah, as like a little 14-year-old tech, um, Chris, uh, who like now we're just buds, but at the time I was trying to be as professional as you can be at 14. Hello, sir, I would like to be a professional wrestler to this big professional spiel and he was like yeah sure come down so um went to the bids working women's club in stoke and yeah it's been like i've missed the session since nice so like fair play going through something so major so young and finding the right way to deal with it because it had been understandable if you'd gone the other way as well let's be honest is i'm nearly yeah, 28 and I wouldn't deal with it very well yeah. so yeah all I can say is like fair play and yeah I can't really word it properly but I mean there was a good bit before wrestling where I was going that other way yeah but when you're 13 14 you're allowed yeah, but I mean, I, I, sort of when we lost wrestling through lockdown and stuff, and even when lockdown eased and we didn't have wrestling, like, um, you could ask Pia or Ben, um, and either of them was like, I am a completely different person without wrestling because wrestling gives me such like purpose and value. Yeah, I understand when I'm not that. wrestling, I don't go out. I, I eat, I train, I sleep, and just work until the weekend and then I get to wrestle on the weekend see all my friends and that's just my life and I don't do anything stupid I don't do anything crazy and then the second I lose wrestling I'm like oh well nothing matters so and then I sort of fall off a little bit yeah yeah but you're a young lad to a point it's allowed and you seem to realise it so it's yeah. it's figuring stuff out and it you're so you said you're 19 Jesus I feel old um <laughs> So you're a part of Act Two as well as wrestling on your own. Did that come about quite quickly, or was that something that came um, a bit later on? We always we always say this, and it's <laughs> the start of it sounds like we hate each other. I love Ben; he is my best friend, and he I, he looks after me so much. He's the best. We are two singles wrestlers. It was originally built out of necessity. We were um, a trio. We were AWOL. And um, we were ready to get out of our home promotion and our home school. And when it's just one guy who's ready and wants to get bookings, that's pretty easy. You can go in a singles match and you can put you, on your, put you on a card and it's quite easy. But to go to a random promoter who's never seen you and go, hi, there's three of us. What are you going to do with us? If we weren't a team, then it's not very easy to sell almost because wrestling is just, it's just selling yourself to promoters and then to a crowd and then to, so it's, you're working in sales. We have to, how do we make it so it's not, I'm booking three people. Okay, well, you can book us and we'll have a triple threat. Yeah. Or you can book us and we'll have a six man or you can book us and two of us will wrestle and one of us will ref or one of us will do merch or ring announce and um, the future was very good for that future it gave us so many opportunities and there was 
there's a bit where like before we got in future me and ben have basically now done every job in wrestling because we were just happy to go down and um and we sort of did it all over the country but future was the best for it just constantly looking out for us and giving us stuff. yeah future's a really nice place i've been down oh, really? a few times Good now man. it's just a really nice place Plus, watching you and Kingsley, not their last show, the show before, blew my mind. And me and Kingsley had fun. Kingsley's great. And that match was really um, sort of instrumental for me in this new way I want to go. Um, yeah. Just the chain at the start with Kingsley. Um, this was, I've been lucky enough and I've been fortunate enough to be training with some really good people. Um, and then I, I was able to train with Jonathan Gresham and do that seminar and it wasn't Gresham told me but um, it is in that technical wrestling and in that first bit of your match so the indie wrestler stuff I'm doing I really want to focus on the wrestling the indie bit is the music and the gear and the gimmick and that sort of yeah. stuff but the wrestling bit and that technical exchange that me and Kingsley did at the start is like that's the bit that was really cool to me because all the flips and stuff is cool, but I, I love that bit of wrestling and it's not the crowd going mental. And for the longest time starting out in wrestling and on my first few shows, I've always been interested by like Sabre and Ridgeway and um, Jonathan Gresham and guys like that. And I wanted to do that kind of wrestling, but you do it and because the crowd isn't going mental, because they're quiet, you go, oh no, they hate it. Yeah. But they don't hate it. They're sitting and concentrating. You're never going to do a wrist block reversal and the crowd's going to go crazy. But they're watching it and they're quiet because they're yeah. appreciating it. If the crowd's chattering, I'll go, oh God, they're hating this. Do something else. But if there is a silence and they're just watching and appreciating me and whoever I'm wrestling going hold for hold and trying to get one up on each other and then when that exchange ends... Or there's a nice bit in that exchange, and you get the golf clap, and it, that to me, for the longest time, was sort of alien. Because I was like, yeah. oh no, if the crowd isn't screaming from the very start, they hate it. No, I get that. I Realizing get that way of doing it. Yeah, you can start with that little clap, and they appreciate things, and then at the end, and you can have those little moments of comedy and technical wrestling. You can go and do stuff like. Saint would do or um, McManus would do and do your little your little comedy bit because if you can make someone laugh you're already in so if you can get a crowd to laugh you're then in. when you're getting yeah. guest bumping two, hour, uh, two hours two minutes later yeah I'm just going to point out to everyone everyone as well that hasn't seen much of your work I've seen a small amount now not loads so I'm not an expert on what you do but you're quite a a mix of things like you you doing the technical stuff but you can fly and i've seen you strike as well like you can mix it up so i think you're a very good combination of stuff i i, I appreciate that thank you but i i was um i can't remember who i was saying it it's probably bad me and ben just ran about wrestling in the car 24 but um I think everyone should just try and be like their own favourite wrestler. And if you watch me wrestle, you can see who I'm watching that month and that week. And I do love the high-flying stuff. But now with the stuff I'm doing, now I can save that till the end of my match. And I can yeah. 
not have to do a thousand flips and I can just do three. I can do one at the end of a match and it's worth more. Yeah, you can still do the the cool indie stuff, but not kill yourself every week. Yeah, and, and that match was, um, again, that match with Kyle Kings was very good for that. For um, Just for indie style, he taught me a lot. Um, I'm not sure how much we peel back the curtain here. but um, It varies from person to person, so go as far back as you want. Yeah, well, I th- obviously it's very open, but like... Um, I got feedback from uh, Kingsley after that, and it, I I always hate being nice about Kingsley because I think people are gonna be like, oh, it's just because he wants to book in and do it. I'm already booked, so like yeah. I don't have to be nice about him. But um, after that match was really instrumental for me and just little things, and it was you constantly get them in wrestling, just those light ball moments. Oh my god, that's so good. Oh yeah, of course. And things falling into place, and the more stuff falls into place, obviously the better wrestler you become. But yeah. that is learning more of the indie stuff from that match is now another feather I can use. And like you said, with the striking, I like the um, my strikes were a big point of contention for me for a very long time, where I wouldn't want to strike all in matches because it didn't look good. And the, it comes a point where like where you can't just not do something. Yeah, no, I think... You have to get good at it. Yeah, I think you've got a good mix of stuff, so... Like, I know it's I know it's difficult to necessarily view it that way yourself, but... Yeah. You're, you're, you're at least... Your own, uh, yeah, you're at least a triple threat. At least. And you're 19, so, you know... Fuck off. Um, <laughs> I was about to ask you about like your experiences so far and you've kind of gone into it because you spoke about how future was so good to you in Kingsley and it's it's not ass kissing because Kingsley's a good human he's always been a good human to me and yeah I'm booked in December but he's been a good human to me since we met a couple of years ago like yeah he's just a very good he was nice to me when he had no no need to be nice to me yeah he's just a nice human what kind of person he is like there's a lot of people who'll be nice to you when you're doing stuff and the the amount of people who text you when you debut at I don't know, at PCW and people will text you and go, oh, they're good. But when you go and help build a ring, I don't know, somewhere else in the country no one texts you. Yeah. Because everyone wants to everyone wants to be like, Oh, you're the best when you're doing something for them but Kingsley's just always been sort of like it just to put him over even more, he drove um, me and Ben back from Wrestle Carnival well out of his way and took us to Stoke. And one of the best road trips of that. But he went so out of his way for us, j- just for no, for no, yeah. games. Like, he didn't get anything out of it. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a very good human. We need to stop um, increasing his ego, though, because if he hears this, I. Yeah, we're, so, we'll just cut all in. We'll cut yeah. <laughs> 15 minutes of the podcast. Carried him through that match as well, didn't I? Yeah. That match would be a joke. I mean, you joke, but he literally caught you out of the air at one point, so, like, he, he physically I, carried I you. I show that clip to everyone. It's it was, again, fucking brilliant. Like, I, even... I've showed that to people with, like, no context <laughs> and just been like, look at this. He fucking catches a human moving upside down at speed like it's fucking nothing 
I I listened to um, your one with Kingsley, and I hadn't put it in. I know it's crazy that he's that strong, but I hadn't put it into my mind until you were like, imagine loading a bar with two twenty kg yeah. plates and someone just throwing it at you. And, when I and then catching it, like that, it. I was like, oh god, yeah. Because that's where it was. Because he he did mention like, oh, you're not necessarily the heaviest, and it was like, yeah. We, but with momentum and yeah. motion and stuff. Someone throws was, a fucking 60 kilogram bar at you and you not only catch it, you reposition it and then pop it over. Yeah. Free. Uh, he, um, he, he texted me the morning of that show and asked me how much I weighed. I, I, my brain went, oh, it's for my ring introduction. Um, and then no less than two minutes. I got tagged in an Instagram story. I saw that. Overhead repping my weight. And I'm quite, like, funny and cocky on social media. And I put it to, like, quote the story. I was trying to think of something funny to say. And I think I replied with just, I have nothing. This is scary. Yeah. You just, like, when we were going through the match, there was a bit where he just had me on his shoulder. Like, um, for the sort of, like, in a running power slam, like before you take a running power slam. Yeah. She had me on the shoulder. And I was up there for about two minutes of him just going, and his hands were on his hips, and he was going, what should we do? And I was like, King, you know I exist, right? I am like, I am here put, on put me down. all of my feet. <laughs> yeah, See, I think, I think this comes out afterwards, but I'm wrestling him at future. Uh, in oh. a couple of weeks from recording this, but I think this will be out like a week after future. And we'll get to see how strong he is because I'm 15 and a half stone. Let's see if he can catch me. Mate, how much? It's the triple threat, right? Yeah. That's going to be so... I, I, I posted the wild like, match and I just got harder. <laughs> it's just going to... You guys. Yeah, it's going to be fun. But um, let's let's get back onto you instead of Bigging up one of my matches and bigging up Kingsley because. Point Kingsley over. Yeah. We'll see him at the next future show and he'll be walking in with his head sideways because it's that heavy. Um, <laughs> so you, you've been around a relatively short amount of time, technically, but you've done quite a lot. It's like you said, you've been all over the place. You've helped with ring setups, you've refed, you've done what you've needed to do. What, what kind of stuff? Well, you've already gone over some of it. Is there certain stuff that sticks in your head as a as a positive experience that isn't Kingsley? Oh yeah, so much. Man. I think th- there is so much good in wrestling, and there's so much bad. There's so much rough. I don't understand anyone who can do this who doesn't love it because some of the stuff I've seen just in a short space, and some of the people you've had to deal with, and some of the things that have been said to me. Not by fans, by like people in the business. It's just st- some. It's just sometimes yeah. it can be real negative and bad, and it's a bad place to be. But you get it back tenfold in like I got to go. Excuse me, I got to go to um, Germany and Spain very early in my career with um, Ben and Andy, and it was just the best time. Like basically on holiday with your mate. And then, as well as that, you got to wrestle. Yeah. I think wrestling helps a lot if you're doing it with a, a mate, which I know sounds really silly because, like, lots of us are friends. 
but if you've got like that mate mate i know that sounds really silly but it makes a difference yeah like whenever me and ben russell it's always um it's always special because just because of how close we are as friends and we will we bicker like anything I'm not do sure you because of how close you and ben are do you do the silliest yeah, shit so do you do the silliest people shit with each other? other yeah if you ever like see you were talking and they they think we're like idols throats we were discussing um do you know whip into the corner boot up on the second to stop yourself yeah like um not the full british stop like nigel mcginnis would do just put the boot on the second to stop yourself so me and him were discussing this at training the other day, and it was literally just, I said, it looks better with the boot up, and he was like, oh, I think you could just use your arms. For about 45 minutes, <laughs> we went back and forth and just kicked off it. But it's like, we're just discussing, but we're both very passionate about wrestling. Yeah. But everyone else at training is like, oh, God, they're going to fight. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's... We love each other, but yeah. it's just... We're both so passionate, and sometimes the way we speak about things, and it's so much worse when we're wrestling each other. Yeah, I get that. Like, they're gonna get in a fight, but we're we're not. We're always we're always there. The issue is when you work with someone that you've got that friendship and trust with, you do kind of think, oh yeah, we can do this because I trust this person, and you end up doing some silly, yeah. fucking, ugh, yeah. Yeah, we've done daft stuff and daft crowds, and like on on back to your question, I'm sort of like experiences like just just all the random little stuff obviously i'd i'd love um i'm um the current champion at the barracks and that was huge for me and winning winning that title was really cool and like they had a real big oh my god these are the moments you think about when you're a kid but it's the little things it's me Troy, Alton Thorne and Alexander Hyde and Ben being crammed in a little Toyota doing like a four hour drive they, no kid is watching WWE is watching Edge versus Foley and they're like oh do you know what I want to do sit in a car with a bunch of giants like no but it's got no right to be that fun and yeah. that is and just all the stupid stuff that I've done and wrestling in front of 18 people and then getting straight in the car in my gear and coming to um, a future show that's um, sold out and we have to bring in more chairs for yeah. uh, the Rumble. It, it sounds like, like you just... it does sound like you're remembering the right kind of stuff like the silly shit with your friends is important if Yeah, it's, it's because obviously like, of course the wrestling bit's amazing, of course going out there and telling a story that you've crafted with another person or and three people, two people, and having that 20, 30, whatever amount of time to tell this story that you've crafted is amazing, and that's why we do it. But it's all the other stuff that is like that you wouldn't expect to get excited for, and you wouldn't expect to be fun. It's really fun. Yeah, 100%. If you leave wrestling and all your stories are about wrestling, then you've done something yeah. wrong. Yeah, exactly. But like some of the best bits of shows are sitting backstage and everyone's just ripping each other and you're just having a laugh or me and Grant before future hitting stupid moves on each other 
Shall, shall we talk about this choke slam? Shall we? Shall we? I think we should. I think we should mention the choke slam. Uh, which which of the this is like um I think you know how people show like body progression and stuff. Mm-hmm. The max of my body progression is gonna be the day that I ch- actually choke slam David Brown. I'm on about the one where you choke slam yourself. Ah, the first choke slam. Yeah. So that is, that is arguably one of my stupidest fucks. I'll have to find the clip and um post it when this goes out. I agree. Uh, alongside it. But, yeah. When I, I got shown that, that, that is genuinely one of the funniest things I've ever seen in wrestling. I It had me like borderline tears when I saw it. <laughs> I think it was um, Again, we, we sort of did it. I said to all the lads um, when we were planning the match for Caps this, um, this weekend just gone, I said, we need to do something different here and everyone's just doing serious wrestling. If we can do something a little bit funny, it might get over. And there's comedy's the hardest thing to do in wrestling because there's nothing worse than bad comedy. If you do technical wrestling bad, it's bad technical wrestling. If you do comedy bad, oh, it's cringy and it makes me feel it's just awful. Yeah. But good comedy wrestling can be great. And I just thought, what can we do here? That is different than what everyone else because you go rumbles and oh, I will kick this guy here if there's room I'll whip someone into a line I might be able to do a body slam but there's like there's no room yeah and I was just trying to think of all this stuff and that was um that was the one where we, we literally wrestled in front of 18 people I kept my gear on we drove down <laughs> um, and then it was really nice because loads of people wanted to work with us um Protein wanted to do the spots with us with the water guns, which was really funny. Um, and then Rourke and Grant just thought it'd be really funny if we did stuff with them. Um, also, so this is gonna make me sound really bad, but like I, if I like, just a lot's going on. I can get a bit, oh right, a bit flustered in my head. Yeah. And I need to just. Especially when I just wrestled in front of 18 people. And <laughs> there's a further story with this. But I um, when we wrestled in front of those 18 people, I took a Samoan drop. Um, and the guy did not um, take anything out of his right shoulder. Which you'll know as a wrestler <laughs> means I took a Samoan drive into the balls. Nice. Which so I got there, balls hurt. Everyone wants to do stuff with me. And then... Um, so Kaya came over to my partner and um, well, she didn't come over, her uncle came over and asked if we'd do a spot with Kaya. I think hoping to maybe plan it or whatever. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Just because I had so much to plan. So Kaya's first impression of me and me was just me. Sort of being a Something of works, you together, mate. Yeah, I don't, don't know why she comes up with me. But yeah, so we, we went out um, and we were just doing all these funny spots and Grant had an extra singlet um, that I said I should wear and pull the straps down because everyone knows that makes you stronger. So if I couldn't choke slam him, I go back in the ring, straps come down, grabbed him and then they um, double choke slammed me and it was supposed to be 
Rourke and David Grant were both going to pick me up and throw me to the lads on the outside. But right. um, I think it was JOC got in and hit Rourke. So David Grant is so strong. Not that I'm the biggest guy on earth, but David Grant is so strong. He just picked me up over his head and threw me over the top row. Again, just like I was nothing. Yeah. Uh, David Grant's brilliant. Just a, a nice human and a... Another good human. Yeah. Which is important, but he can back it up as well by kicking the shit out of people. Oh, yeah. Massively. So, we need to stop putting everyone over. This is meant to be about you. <laughs> so far, you've just said how amazing everyone is, which is true. They're a really good group of people, but we're bigging up you. Well, I never called, I never called David Grant amazing. Okay, but I did, so... I wouldn't go that far. Uh, I've got a lot of time for Mr. Grant, but... Hopefully he never finds that out. Um, we'll go back to you because I've got my fixed questions and I get weird about asking them. Um, you've list you've listed this kind of already. You've listed a lot of people that you look up to and uh, people that have helped you. Is is there anyone that m- you've mentioned it already? So I kind of feel like I'm repeating myself. But people that influence you. I know you mentioned people, but were there people at the start? that got you into it in the first place and then you've evolved it over time in just yeah, yeah so at the start um if you go and watch my debut which i wouldn't would not recommend i almost died doing a um what was that movie that rvd used to do rolling thunder oh sick how do you nearly die on a rolling thunder um so first forward roll beautiful thing of beauty <laughs> and then i jumped to do like the flip sent on the guy rolls out of the way it was actually virtually I was wrestling to my coach he rolls out of the way and I just decide to stop rotating in the air and just come down super high angle on like top of my neck and shoulders I'll send it it was awful please but do if if you were to watch that I literally um, and I do like to take a lot of influence from outside of wrestling I think if you ask some people they'd say I am just a rip of a few other wrestlers but obviously the original um, what would you call it stimulus almost it was just Liam Gallagher I came out I did the walk I tried to talk like him and did everything and it was I think I say this to guys who are starting now um, I've got um, there's a guy who asked me and we were talking about it in the car a few weeks ago and it was just find that first thing and it won't be good. Me pretending to be Liam Gallagher isn't good. Nobody wants to see it. But because I had that first thing, and then I could put bits of my own personality into it, and I could yeah. put little, little things into it, and like now I think if you see me wrestle, or just in general, knowing me outside of wrestling, it's just me turned up, which is a cliché. But it's me turned up with still those sprinkles of like inspiration from like the music I listen to. So yeah. like with Liam Gallagher, definitely as like the big original idea. But then um, just little things like I've done entrances inspired by like um, what Liam Frey was wearing um, from the Cortinas, and I'll take little bits from interviews with the Arctic Monkeys. And then in wrestling, I'm massively, ins- I'm just massively inspired by such a wide range of people and I look at sometimes I watch wrestling that I don't even like because it'll help me 
pinch things the little bits but for me to sit down and choose to watch wrestling it, it would be um like your sort of older world of sports high flying or people kicking seven shades out of each other like a chris ridgeway and i think i fucking love chris ridgeway oh mate i've we've been lucky enough to be at the um at the cat shows um and some of the stuff he's been doing there is just unbelievable he's just yeah not that he needs me to put him over. Yeah. But yeah. No, he's um, gross. So I think if you if you look at those three sort of things, there with like your high flying, your British style, and then your more Japanese style, they're where I take my main inspirations from. Um, and then there's just guys around me that I like. Ben inspires me so much because we just try and outwork each other and we've been told off for it in the past of um, having a one-upsman mentality but I don't have it with anyone else I only have it with people that I think I can have it with I'd never walk in a locker room after my match and go ha top that boy because I'm not that guy Yeah. I'll go up to Ben and I'll go ha top that because we have that sort of we have that banter and have we both see it is like who loses in that situation yeah if I cause... tell him to have a better match than mine and he goes out and does it well then my match is good and his is good yeah and then I've got to top that and then he's got to top that so for us we don't mind it but some people some I, people don't like I it. can see both sides of it because I have a very similar thing with TJ Sky um, yeah. and we have been told off for it before so I can see that but I can also see that in my experience it's helped me get better have you oh, got? Yeah, have you got to the point with Ben yet where you steal each other's moves for matches? Oh no, I don't. That I don't, that'll happen. Don't trust me. me. We um, we're looking at going into something pretty pretty cool soon where we could be wrestling a lot, and we've said we want to do a little bit in a match that's sort of a love letter to each other's wrestling. So I'll be hitting halluva kicks and blue thunders on him. You can hit running knees and all this stuff on me, and but yeah, no. I, I, to be fair, most of the stuff he does, I can't do, and most of the stuff I do, he can't. So we sort of that's the the reason we tag. Like he's helped me massively with character and stuff as well, which is um. So I saw I went to uh, <laughs> for the for the small period I went to wrestling, uh, went to wrestling, went to college before I dropped out for wrestling. Um. The small time I was at college, it was doing performing arts and um, I did drama and that sort of stuff. Acting and performing comes naturally to me, but um, for my personal, uh, the way I like wrestling, I've never really been interested in character and stuff. It was up to me, I'd wrestle in black trunks and kick pads. Yeah. But I don't think I'd be anywhere doing that. Whereas Ben loves character and he loves that sort of stuff. And Again, that's a little a little bit where we just pinch from each other and ha- I can, oh, help me with this idea for a character and he'll go, oh, help me with this idea for the closing stretch of a match. Yeah, nice. It works, doesn't it? It's finding people that you can bounce off. Yeah. I think you've got a good plan. What's What's the plan going forward for you and... For Act Two, have you got specific goals? Have you got? Are you going with the flow? Is there a target? 
Yeah, we're still going with the flow. I mean, I've never been shy to say it. I think some people are a bit funny about it. Obviously, the target's WWE. That is, in my opinion, but not in my opinion, it is a fact that that is the biggest wrestling conglomerate on, on earth. The most eyes can be on your wrestling there. So for me personally, why wouldn't I want to be there? Aside of, like, people can learn about stories and that they change a character or whatever, but that is the biggest stage that I could perform professional wrestling on. Yeah. But, like, I'm not... I have to be in WWE in two years. Like, I'm, I'm, I want to... For me personally, obviously I can't speak on, the, on behalf of Ben. I want to... Whatever I end up doing... Um, wrestling wise I during lockdown put on a bit more size um, if you saw me wrestle before lockdown I was not big enough to be wrestling at all um, but I've worked massively on trying to get size on and I'm constantly trying to get bigger I'm eating more um, I want to um, I've been working a lot on aggression and that sort of stuff and trying to I got a lovely compliment from um, Jack Jester to name drop but he was um, he he was talking about my size and stuff, and then I did a little bit for him at a seminar, and he goes, you know what, the way you wrestle, the second you start wrestling, I don't think about what size you are. Yeah. You don't wrestle a size, you just wrestle. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm sort of just, obviously you got to shoot for, shoot for the moon, and I'd, I'd love to do that. Also, I'd love, it's the, obviously the indie wrestler dream, I'd love to do Mexico, I'd love to do Japan, um, see the world through wrestling and the bit of the world I got to see through wrestling was amazing so I'd like to do more of that I'd like to go out to America independently um, aside from a contract or a company I'd like to just sort of do it all right yeah cover all aspects so yeah yeah. well sounds like you've got a, a good plan and hopefully it goes that way because you're working damn hard for it so See, this is the bit, right, so you've kind of already answered my next question because you've been so nice about everyone, so this might backfire. I ask people, people to watch. I ask people to list like three people or two yeah. or four that you think deserve a bit more attention. Yeah. But you've named like five different people, so if you've got any Yeah, but I think that's probably for the best though because listening to your podcast, I'm like, oh god, if I say three people, what if I don't say this person? And then I'm like, oh well, I've got ten people. I can't say ten people, so it's probably for the best that I haven't, um, I haven't narrowed it to just three. I've sort of sprinkled in, putting people over. Yeah, so I'm giving the opportunity to list three more now. So, um, you've already mentioned Kingsley and Ben, so I think it's fair to say. They're, they're covered, so... Yeah, I, um... I, I can't... I can't put Kyra over enough, not just in wrestling, but obviously as a person. She's she's class. But, um, it, I do think... Maybe I'm biased. I'm definitely biased. But I do think she's massively underutilised, and then I think she'd be a lot more placed. I think she's just... I told her this the other day, I think she's on the cusp of, like, just getting out more, and then... Um, She's at future uh, coming up. Yeah. Um, I think I, this comes out afterwards, but if not, it's December fourth. Yeah, December fourth for future. She's at um, the barracks. What is tomorrow for us? 
which obviously by the time this out it would have been missed. But yeah, yeah. she's um, she's doing a lot. Of, she she really cares about the crowd. And like uh, my first match back was with Kaya, and I I loved it. And not oh, I'm wrestling my girlfriend, and um, like I hate that sort of thing. Of oh, it's intergender wrestling. No, I was just a professional wrestler wrestling a professional wrestler. Yeah. And I really enjoyed my match with that professional wrestler, with that person. Aside of whether she's my girlfriend, whether she's a girl, the the gender on it or the relationship on it isn't what mattered to me that much. Yeah. I really enjoyed it from the aspect of being a wrestler, do you know what I mean? So yeah. I think there should be a lot more eyes on it. Nice. I agree. I've I've not seen masses of what she does, but from what I've seen, she's really good. So I agree. Um, I think there's what Phil, who I'm wrestling again tomorrow on our timeline. Phil and Michael is massively underutilized. I don't know why. He's. Have you seen much of Phil? I don't think so. Oh, he's great. He's. Um. He's just my kind of wrestler, and I'm very lucky to be wrestling in tomorrow. We've wrestled before at PCW, and I think, um, so my point that I made earlier, obviously there's always an exception to the rule. I said that technical wrestling doesn't have to be very loud. It can be quiet, and crowd can appreciate it. Me and Philip Michael went and tried to have, like, a best of the Super Juniors match for 20 people in a freezing cold unit in Preston, and they hate it. Oh. They just didn't get it. So um, I'm hoping that tomorrow, um, under different circumstances, we're both much, um, we both evolved a lot as wrestlers, but different circumstances for the title in the main event, we can um, get to have the best of the Super Juniors match. I, I texted him and I was like, I basically want to write a love letter to professional wrestling for five minutes and then rip it up and just matter nice. each other. <laughs> Sometimes I think 
you can be a bit generous to people when they're really nice. I'm quite guilty of going, oh, they're so good. When in actuality, they're just really nice and I yeah. like them. And it goes the other way as well. When certain people can work, you kind of go, yeah, they're dickheads, but... Yeah, but they're really good in the ring. Yeah. Yeah, but then when you think about it, they don't come in, they don't say hello to you, they don't help with the ring, and they don't speak to anyone. But because they have match of the night, you're like, oh, nice guy. Yeah. It's a weird one. I've always got to drop a lot. Yeah, so, disclaimer, I'm limited in to them people... Um, so if anyone's got an issue with it, you can find me at Future on the 4th. Um, where can people find you? What What are the socials? Um, I would uh, say Lishy well, Shows, but I honestly don't know when I'm releasing this at the minute. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this is going to be after Future, isn't it? So I think yeah. um, we take a bit of a dent going into December, and then next year is already looking busier than uh, than any year I've had so far, so just um, it'll be on all the socials. So uh, at Jack Nudson one on Twitter and Instagram, uh, Facebook.com forward slash Jack Nudson Wrestler, and then if for any reason um, you wanted to email me as opposed to DMing me, that's Jack Nudson one at gmail.com and bookings or whatever. Nice. So that's everything. Thank you for being a part of my podcast. Um, thank you for having me. Pleasure. Happy to. Um, thank you for everyone that listened. Have a nice day.